With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Babe, I'm live. <laughs> hey, what's, hey. Going on? what's going on, family? This is uh, a science of astrology broadcast. Brother Manifestation. Carbo. And we got Brother Haru. Fidex South on the line, South Carolina. What's going on, guys? I'm good. I'm good, man. Out here in traffic and whatnot, but uh, I'm good. I'm here. Yeah. Great. Hey, we, hey brother Haru, we got guests two on the in the chat room. Uh, brother Ali, the guy in Cleveland. You know, he's uh he 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 took time out of his uh, busy schedule to chop it up with us and listen in. You know, hopefully add some jewels. So, brother Ali's no on the line. Um, Peace, Ali. What's going on, brother? Yeah, he's in the chat, so I'm sure he. Uh, chat, okay. I'm sure he's give, he'll give you a greeting of righteous peace. Um, yeah, I'm in the chat right now. Um, I'm getting it ready. I put um, name of this broadcast is <clears throat> is episode 27, Elf Towers, the Jacka, Wilhelm Wright, and Bobby Christie. Bobby Chris, a wasted abundance. That's a mouthful. There's been a lot of stuff going on, you know, this, especially this week, right? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So, so we're gonna touch on some of these things, you know. And uh, I encourage everyone to research what we say. You know what I'm saying? Don't believe definitely. us. <laughs> I mean, we're here to help. We we're doing the best of our ability. We need you to participate as well. You know, it's a beautiful thing when we work as a group. Exactly. Group group effort, man. Group effort. Yeah. So, uh, Haru, where are you at right now? You in uh you in the beautiful state of South Carolina? Yes, sir. Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, Palmetto South State. Mm. The Palmetto State. The Palmetto to the Golden, yes. to the Golden State of California. Um Enough with this jibber jabber. Uh, <laughs> get to business. I know you're emotional, yeah. so so uh, Haru's probably gonna be freestyling it. So um, yeah, I wanted to talk about um, I wanted to talk about a couple things. You know, first of all, like I mean, as most of you listeners know by now, I live in Oakland, California, uh, which is uh, the second, I'll say, the third largest city in uh, the Bay Area. San Francisco Bay Area um, of uh, Northern California. You know, there's, there's, there's San Jose, which is a million people strong. That's where I grew up. And then there's San Francisco, which is, um, I'd say there's probably about like 600, 700,000 people there. And uh, and where I reside, reside out is East Oakland, California. Oakland, California, uh, about 500,000 people here, you know. And um, a lot of the stuff we discuss here on the science, a science of astrology is, um, you know, based on the planets and how they affect us here. But um, 
with that said, we don't even we don't always have to be talking about like what Mercury represents and uh, when the next um, when the next Saturn returns will be. I mean, that's cool to know and it's great to know, but uh, astrology affects everything. I, I I believe, you know, and I'm getting to know and um, just talking about day to day experiences. That's that's my science of astrology. I'm sharing with with y'all and. Uh, and that's why whatever whatever we talk about relates to astrology because astrology right. is about experiences and how you observe them and how you navigate those experiences. Like my brother Ali says, using math and science, mathematics, measurement, science, the signs of life, measuring the signs of life, critical thinking. You know. So, with that said, um, talking about Oakland, uh, it's been a it's been a crazy year. You know, it's been a crazy like five, six years here in Oakland. I mean, I lived here for two. My wife's sister, Manifestation, moved here in um, January 1st, 2012 um, in, in deep east Oakland, right? And um, a lot of shit shit's happened here that I've never seen anywhere else, man. <laughs> it's like straight. Not to, not to downgrade what's going on in the Middle East and whatnot in Africa and some of these war-torn countries, but east Oakland is, is battle-torn. You know, I mean, we, we yeah, you and you know what you 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 right on that because um, it I think that the warfare is different over in other countries. You know what I'm saying? But over here, we got our own warfare going on. We fighting our own war over here. There's a battle going on. There's a war waging out here. You know, so definitely what you're saying is correct, man. We um we getting hit. Let's, just, let's I want to go into the health place. Can we go into that? Yeah, we go in there. This is, uh, let's 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 let's, let's, let's warm up down. a little bit first. You ready? Huh? Yeah, because <laughs> Brother Haru is an expert on the elf elf towers. I mean, I've heard about no, like, oh, 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 he's a or he's a he's a he's a uh, a connoisseur in, <laughs> in elf towers and cell phone technology. Okay, we'll say that How about that. Okay. You know? Yeah, let's put it like that. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll 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 get there in a second, brother. Just one second. I'm gonna try to warm up a little bit. It's been a while. All right, no um, doubt. We got brother Musala, brother Ali, the God, online. Um, he's on the line. Um, and if he, whenever he chooses to righteousness. Oh, there he is. Righteous peace, brother Ali. Righteous peace, uh, manifested God. How are you, season, brother? I'm feeling great, brother. I'm, you know, I went to go see my Chinese herbologist. Got some nice tea from him. Got a little acupuncture. I'm, I'm I'm feeling very uh, uh, invigorated at the moment. Thank you for asking. Wonderful. How about yourself? Wonderful, brother. Doing wonderful, greater and greater every day. I'm growing and evolving each day. All right. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I haven't arrived. I haven't arrived yet, but I'm on my way, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, this is such a great. Uh, it's a great resource to have this being Brother Ali, you know, in in our lives because he's he's seen a lot, you know, he's experienced a lot. Not only that, he took he takes good notes, <laughs> good pencil notes and uh and uh it's a blessing. It's a blessing definitely to have you and Haru here and everyone else that downloads the show. The broadcast. Um yeah, we yeah, we were just discussing about how crazy the craziness out here it is in the urban environment, you know, the quote unquote hood neighborhood. And uh I was I was talking about Oakland because um 
on Monday, one of my favorite rappers out here growing up, um, y'all may not know him too much, but uh, he goes by the name of uh, the Jacka. His, his, his government name is Jamal Patterson. He's 37. He was born a couple of months before me, 1977. And uh, he got murdered, uh, like, I want to say, like, three or four minutes away from my house over here uh, on MacArthur Boulevard. You know, MacArthur Boulevard is notorious as a wild, wild west of street. It's, look at the name. It's named after that crazy general from World War II who thought he was God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's a lot of bad energy over there. Anyway, um, what, ha- what, ha- what happened was the Jacko was, uh, he was kicking it supposedly with his, with, his, with, his, with his boys, you know, freestyling, probably smoking and drinking, you know. And uh, someone went up to him and shot him in the head and he died right there on the street right there i mean i went to the little makeshift memorial there you know dropped off some zigzags and a little bag of weed you know because the jacko was he was a smoker <laughs> he was a great artist and whatnot but he was a smoker he also was uh, um he also was a uh, um uh or this is this is a crazy contradiction to me saying this but he was an orthodox muslim you know however he also was a sahu, a sahu meaning uh, basically a mindless drone that's involved in gangster activity. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's trying to keep one foot in unrighteousness and another foot in, not that I call Orthodox Muslim Islam righteous per se, but it's a step in the right direction for a lot of people, a first step, you know? So, And you can hear it contradicted in his music, you know? about this, this this battle between like you know knowing that the world is uh, an illusion all these all this money all these cars these rims these big booties and all that shit you know but on the other hand you'll the next verse he'll rap about selling 15 bricks or kicks as they say out here in Oakland you know so it's just interesting that like this man was was murdered right there you know close to where I live and um I grew up listening to this guy, you know, kind of idolizing a lot of, you know, his image and whatnot, but that shit don't, keeping it real, as Dave Chappelle says, it don't get you too far. Right. So, so, um, and this, when I'm talking about, when we're talking about Elf Towers, Elf Towers are, it stands for, um, what is it, electromagnetic low frequency towers, which, and that's, behavior kind of reminds me of a, low frequency behavior that that whole gangster lifestyle portrays man you know keeps you in your your lower self your animal instinct exactly so i know you y'all have probably have rappers in in your neighborhoods and areas like Ali grew up in cleveland you know bone thugs and harmony brother harus on the east coast over there you know so you've seen this all so what do you think about this dynamic about uh about keeping it real, but also, too, trying to still be about that life. You know, I mean, that's the same thing. Be about being about the life, but also trying to be a righteous person. Do you think that works? Uh, who, who are you asking? You're asking Brother Ali? You asking Let's me? ask Brother Ali, if you don't mind. Where is input first? I want, uh, if you don't mind, can I uh, defer to the brother? Yeah, go ahead. No problem. 
Go ahead, Brother Haru. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, the way I feel about that is um, I, I think that keeping it real, you know, is what I do every day. I mean, I'm involved in spiritual activities, you know, um, just staying on my square is keeping it real. You know, as far as being in the streets and running with the thugs, you know, and the little local gangsters and whatnot, that's not reality to me. I, I mean, one time it was when I was in my Sahu stage, but um, at this point in my life, with all the knowledge that I've gained and wisdom that I've gained over my years of experience, I know that going that route, that's not the wise route. So I wouldn't even call that keeping it real because if it's, pro- if it's we know that's programmed behavior. You know, we know where the programming is coming from. So I wouldn't even um, put that in the category of being, you know, keeping it real, you know, because that's not our true identity. That's not our true behavior. You know, that's the whole thing with the, with the elf waves, you know, with these frequencies is hitting us. The um, the way we're being influenced, you know, is to go below our waist, you know, as far as the lower self, the Smith energy or, and whatnot, you know. So that's not that's not keeping it real to me. That's not keeping it real. Keeping it real is finding your true self, your God self, and staying there. That's where real is at. That's reality to me. You know, I don't know what the next man may say, but, you know, from my experience, keeping it real is staying on your square, getting on your square and staying on it. Yeah, it is. You get to have a foundation and the knowledge of self. Right. Yeah, they've been keeping it real all right. They've been keeping it real ignorant. Real niggerish and real animal minded. That's about the only reality that they're facing. But, you know, like what the brother was saying, you know, for him, you know, reality, you know, is all about staying on your square and staying in accord, you know. And I, you know, I, I support that thought. Chalk yeah. that up as a yeah. lesson in really keeping it real. Yeah. I'm just like, I used to have, I had to watch my language too, you know. This this part this uh this broadcast is also becoming uh an exploration for me and also the listeners and participants about language too, about how important the words you use. You know what I mean? Right. Cuz my programming easily came up with that like keeping it real and in actuality if I really think about it, count to 10, that's not like you said, that's not keeping it real. But I'm so used to these images that are flooded into my head in my eyesight, you know, that like, oh, yeah, that is keeping it real, you know. I mean, I know it, but words, my language machine, my you know, my inner dialogue, something else comes out fast. You know, we got to watch what we say. Right, you know? right. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and as far as real and hip-hop, you know, um, I forgot what album it was. KRS-One had a song called Real, and it stands for Rhymes Equal Actual Life, mm-hmm. you know. So um, in hip-hop, keeping it real, it, it may mean something totally different from what I perceive as keeping it real. Right. You know, like a street artist, the way they keep it real is like, you know, I write my life down. This is what I do. I sell drugs. You know, I shoot guns. You know, I shoot people. You know, and that's, that's basically what they're doing in their rhymes. That's real to them. Uh, but as far as ultimate reality, absolute, that's not real. That's not real. I, I was there, and it's like going when I when I go into the streets and I see brothers out here that's living that life. It's it's like I, those are my brothers, but at the same time, I have to keep a certain distance because I know that getting in the car with one of them brothers or 
even probably walk into the corner store, that could result something something bad can result. You know, just from hanging with that person that's involved in the activities. You know, that's not real to me. What's real to me, as I said, is, is staying on your square, you know, getting on your square, staying on your square, you know, finding yourself spiritually. And, I mean, a lot of brothers feel like, you know, like the street is a spiritual thing. That the gang culture, so a lot of brothers I've talked to, gang culture is like a spiritual thing. They have their own code, their own, like um, Kay Blower told me that the gangs have their own lit. So they have mm-hmm. a code that they live by and a certain science you know, pertaining to the this, to the to the science of their gang culture. So you know, a mind state that they've been conditioned into. In that mind state, they're keeping it real. But if you want a higher level, if you want a higher frequency, a higher vibration, you looking. It's like you you want a skyscraper looking down at them. They're on such a low level, but they can't see it because where they at, what they perceive as real, is absolute to them. You know, that is the life. Mm-hmm. You know that, and that's the mentality that. A mentality that I want to break, you know. I, I don't know exactly how I'm gonna do it, you know. But I want to reach these brothers, man, and pull them out of that, man, and show them what real is, like you know, the absolute, like you know, where we should be, you know. Because anything that the ancestors, the ancient ancestors weren't doing, you know, if they wasn't doing it, I'm not trying to deal with that, you know, at this point in my life. And we were not game banging, you know. We weren't doing none of that stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, that's where I'm at. Uh, yeah. I mean, it is good to look to your past in order to, uh, in this case, I guess, like you say, the ancestors, in order to make a model for the future here and now. But, uh, however, like, I think that maybe there was gang banging. Maybe it wasn't like this, you know, with the croaker sacks and the flannels and all that, you know. The, well, no the genocide. I mean, we, what we were doing now is genocide, right? True, yeah. 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 <laughs> we we have battles, we have wars, but, I mean, was it on the level of what we're doing now? Like, no, this is way hatred here. Well, I mean, yeah, we, you know, manifestation is correct, you know. I mean, before the introduction of the white man, the pale devil to the planet, you know, yeah, the black man was showing out too then, you know. I mean, that's how the white boy got here. He didn't get here because he was a blessing or a gift to the earth. He got here okay. as, a result, as a result of. You know, you know he's here because of because of something. You know, and just right, because right, of the right. fact that you know that you know we were still you know even without him on the planet, you know we were still having issues dealing with our electrons, having problems dealing with negative behavior. But like the brother right. said, though, you know it wasn't it wasn't magnified to the to the level that it is today. You know, the, the white boy takes evil and he magnifies it and makes it much grander than what it should right. be. You know. And, um, yeah, so even on this day now, you know, we have things like drive-by shootings and all types of silly little bullshit crimes, you know. And mm-hmm. um, and that can tie into the magnification of the evil, you know, that the white boy is doing. You know, his his influences causes um, causes uh, the negativity in the original man to magnify, you know, and, and go off into areas that normally wouldn't. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. I think like a, just, just like the, just like the homosexual thing, you know what I'm saying? I mean, all that. I mean, yes, there's been homosexuality on the planet before the white boy got here, but it wasn't, you know, all this cross dressing and drag queens and all that shit. That's the white boy's life. 
That's what he brought, and he introduced that to the planet, and the black man just picked the ball up and ran with it. That's how we ended up with Fag Lanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? There's no white boys down there forcing them brothers to act like faggots. They're doing this no. because of their own accord. You know what I'm saying? And yo, Brother Ali, exa- you know what? You exact on that, man. It's like I I, I was looking at some posts from um, some RBG brothers, and they, it's like they like to post these um, pictures of white girls having sex with dogs and horses and stuff like that. But it's like I can I can go and find the footage or find the pictures photos of black women participating in these activities too. And it's like they totally ignore that. They want to like put the spotlight on the white woman, but it's black women that join into that, like willingly join into it without a problem, you know, and it's like they want to push that off to the side like it don't exist. I posted one of the pictures for the brothers. Um, it was last year sometime, and oh, they yeah. got mad and, yeah. um, you know, reported me to yeah. Facebook because I posted that picture, but they posting the pictures of white women going in with, you know, with these animals all day, you wow. know. But nobody forced those women to partake in them activities. Nobody forced them to do that. Right. Right. It's called a, I, call, I like to call them nigger sympathizers. They like to sympathize with the, with the ignorance of niggerdom and niggerhood, you know, niggerdom, the animal mentality. They sympathize with that, the RBGs. Like what you just said, let's point at the white man and point out his bullshit, but let's sweep our bullshit under the rug and not mention that. Right. That's, right. that's dangerous. That's right. true. Especially nowadays, like when I know where I, where I live in the Bay Area, it's a. I mean, this term's kind of confusing, but it is a type of a melting pot in terms of like you're kind of forced to live with all types of cultures and races and whatnot, and ideologies. You know, you not live, not accept them, but at least they're around you constantly over here in the Bay Area. And uh, I've noticed that like a lot of, for example, a lot of white people that I know are kind of striving to be more righteous in the in righteous direction than a lot of black people that I exactly. know. You know, so it's the whole thing about, like, yes, our nature is to be righteous. However, as, as black original people, however, we're not, most majority of us aren't going that direction. But the white man, for the most, for a lot of them, are going against their nature to be righteous. More of that, so... It's a weird Of course, they, they want to be us, right? Yeah. They want to be what we once were. That's what I'm saying. They want to be what we were. Yeah. You know, so I, like I see I see a lot of the, the yoga places around here, and it's, it's, it's damn near all white people. And you might see one sister in there with them getting down doing the yoga and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, it's predominantly white doing that. Yeah. You know, my, my teacher, my teacher, he's the only um, brother I know here that's doing that that actually teaches yoga mm. he's the only one i know of you know and i'm pretty sure it's a few more but besides I, me what I know of at this point. <laughs> huh? besides, besides me over here yeah i'll be practicing when you tell yeah, when, I tell, when I tell brothers that i that i was dealing with arianta i was dealing with the egyptian yoga you know they looked at me like man what what the hell is you on what are you doing man like you know you really doing that you know, it's like our mentality, we so, we've been so, like, far removed from who we really are. When you try to reintroduce it, it's like it's foreign. But like you said, you see more white people gravitating towards our culture, our science, you know. And, you know, that's what's going on now, man. They, you, like you said, they're going against their own nature. 
right. and participating in spiritual activity, you know. Right. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, we we can all sit down and, and agree mathematically and scientifically, and it can be proven that the white man is the devil. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, but the thing about him is, it's interesting, is that he does have the ability to want to live in accord with his nature. He has the ability to do that. If you leave him alone on the planet somewhere and tell him, listen, this is where you motherfuckers are going to stay, don't come out of here. They'll learn how to farm, they'll build houses, and they'll run and operate a little community. It'll be sick and twisted on the inside, and I wouldn't want to live in there. But they they have the ability to do this. And some of these white folks, like what you mentioned earlier, you know, they're just now waking up, too, to some truths, man. They're starting to find out, hey, man, you know, we're getting played by our own. Mm-hmm. All, all, all right. people. All right. Yeah, they put us on the front line. Our own mm-hmm. white brothers and sisters are selling us out, you know, and they're angry. You know, that's how you get the rise of these militias in America now, you know, the ones that want to take over the government and want to go bullet for bullet with them, you know, these crazy white boys. So that's, you know, these are all signs of what's happening, man. And the brother's right, man. You know, we have to get back in tune with who we are. You know, because it's a shame. When I was in California, you know how many black women I went to out there to ask for assistance when I wanted to open a room and board house to, um, to help homeless people? Sisters didn't want to give me the time of day because there was too much work involved. But a white woman reached in her purse and wrote me a nice check to get my first house. And she said, wow. go, ahead. go on ahead and get that house, man, and do what you're going to do for them people. You know, help me. Didn't ask no questions. You know what I'm saying? But the sisters clown me. Clown. I'm not giving you shit. I don't even look like what I look like giving a man money. All this stuff you have to go through with them. You know. But they want to be there to spend the money. Yeah. See, you know. But I'm not saying that. To, I'm not trying to. You know. I wasn't. You know. Put making that point to try to put the sisters down and make it seem like well they're not a good choice for the black man. No, the, the black woman is the best choice and only choice for a black man. But what I'm saying is let's not close an eye or let's not turn a blind eye to the assistance or to the or to the science and math that another race can offer that we can benefit from too in the process. Most definitely. So some of these white folks, man, you know, they're angry. Like I told you about like Jordan Maxwell, Bill Cooper, Linda Howe. See, these are white people, that's what I can call them snitches. They're snitches because they're mad, because the white society has locked them out. They won't accept them into their secret society. So what they do is that they go out and they just tell everything. Well, then fine. Since I can't be in your group, I'm going to tell everything I know about your group. And I love to listen to them talk. I'm going to snitch yeah. on them because I'm writing down every little thing you say. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I have real-time uh, experience with that. Like, I've been listening to uh, this this man, uh, Tom, Tom uh, Barblet and Heron Stone. They have a, a, a podcast called Stone Ape, and um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm like an addict of podcasts, and but this one in particular I discovered like a couple weeks ago, and it's very interesting how they they break down the the English language about and how it it the the, the language we use, you know, puts us puts us in situations where where most of the time we don't even know what we're talking about, you know, say so. <laughs> And these two guys are just like breaking down language for what it is. I mean, they do it in a fun way and whatnot. But uh, and a lot of the, a lot of the, it doesn't have a lot of other parallels to like what we be speaking on about like how we need to change the old narrative um, that we grew up with into a new positive narrative. You know what I'm saying? But the only way you're gonna do that is by looking in, inward and looking how you speak. That's their bent. 
that's their uh, angle on it about your language, how that affects your reality. You know, I don't I don't see too many brothers besides us talking about stuff like that. But there's there are other races, you know, who are very. I wouldn't say like these two guys are angry, but they're definitely sick of the old ways of doing things. You know what I'm saying? And if I can learn something from them, you know, that's great. They want right. they actually want to learn some stuff from me. They were they were telling me. Uh, I mean, they didn't tell me personally, but they were talk- They checked out my podcast, and their in their last show, they were talking about how uh, how they would like to, like Tom, would, for example, would like to like maybe do a, like a little series of podcasts with me and and other brothers, uh, talking about like uh, like black black nationalism and also some other stuff, you know. Um, so there are people out there who are willing to listen to to the truth. <laughs> And um, yeah, well, hello. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just oh, breathing, yeah, okay. taking a big breath. <laughs> True. Yeah, hard for a lot of people to swallow. Oh, go ahead, mm-hmm. brother. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I was. I was just um just commenting on what he just said. I was like, yeah, truth is hard for a lot of people to swallow. Yeah. It is. It's really bitter at first, especially for him. You know, speaking of speaking of swallowing, <laughs> uh, it's uh, do y'all hear about Bobby Christina, uh, Bobby uh, Bo- uh, Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston's daughter, who's in a coma? Yeah, I heard yeah. About it. yeah. I mean, it's really not a surprise that it happened. I mean, I mean, I, I wish the best. I don't want anyone to suffer like that, but. Uh, when you when you have a family that like notorious for substance abuse and um it's it's no surprise that their child would end up, you know, succumbing to similar fate, you know. I think it's Whitney's birthday this week and like her daughter most likely looks like she's gonna be put off a life support system this week, so and uh it's just like this programming is crazy, you know. Yeah, they have all the money, all the fame, and whatnot, but what does that really mean? Nothing, you know. They were keeping it real in that that fake Hollywood society, and got right. face, face down in the bathtub, overdose. It looks like. Uh-huh. And she, and Bobby Chris, she's a. Uh, I looked up her, her 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 birthday. It's a she's a Pisces. You know, and uh, Pisces are uh, when they're not balanced, they're known to they're prone to substance abuse. Substance abuse, you know, what I mean, like drinking or or doing a lot of uh, drugs and whatnot, and uh, just illusionary thinking, escapism. And uh, I mean, even if you don't believe this astrology stuff, um, this is, it, it, it adds up nine times out of ten. You know, it just. Just by looking at her sun sign, it tells you tells me a lot about her, what I know about uh, that particular negative vibration of a Pisces. Yeah, and on the positive, they're great people too. The, the positive Pisces is like the last sign of the zodiac. It's it's the uh, um, the last one, the god goddess consciousness. You know, the whole. And um, uh, and I've seen her interview. I was watching an interview of her singing one of Whitney's song, and like, I mean, yeah, she was probably like wasted most of the time I've seen her on TV, but there's something about her that like I feel 
I feel for her, like compassion for her. You know what I'm saying? Like I see that, that there's good in her, you know. I think there's good in everybody, just that some people show up more than others. But um it's I don't know, it was hard for me to 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 see her that happen to her, even though I mean, we all make our own beds or our own uh, situations in life. And, yeah, how, how, how old was the sister, man? Well, she was born March 4th, 1993. Oh, okay. So she so she's was very young. 20, like 22? Yeah, 22. But what kind of drugs was she experimenting with? Like, what was she doing, man? I mean, I, I just, I, this is me assuming because the articles I read, they didn't say exactly what, what the, they just said that she was found unconscious laying in the bathroom. You know, but I know that I've read other articles where she was doing, like, prescriptions and dope and dope. That's so, that's so obscure. I mean, like, Coke and um, salvia. And <laughs> at one time, they had a video of her smoking salvia. And, uh, what the fuck? She should have just stuck with that. That's all she needs. Yeah, to I know. It's more natural, even though that'll fuck your head up and put you in another dimension. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like DMT, kind of. But, uh... You know, all that shit that she was consuming, that'll come out after her death. That's when they'll that's when they'll right. release all that that information. But mm-hmm. that's how they that's a smear that's a smear campaign they like to run. You know, it's bad yeah. enough that the person has lost their life at a young age. Now let's put it out there, everything that this dope addict was taking. You know, they do that to you. they do that to their own too. Right. You see how you, what see, is- what they, you see what they did to Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. So and, every, and they knew and people. It is people in his inner circle knew he was doing that stuff, and probably that she was doing that stuff. But they didn't want to bring it out then, where they could have maybe got the girl some help. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But these, you know, this is the choice that these niggas make, man, when they go in there. You know what I'm saying? You know, anytime that you're accepting something from someone of great value, particularly a check with a whole lot of zeros on it, you know, you know damn well that there's strings attached, man. Nobody's a dummy. We know that on the basic street level in the streets. You know, if a, person, if a nigga walk up to you on the streets and give you $20, you got to look at him like, well, what the fuck you want for this $20, nigga? You just don't be giving nobody $20. It don't make sense. Only. We learn this as children. We know this. So she's not absent from that thought. Neither was Bobby or, or, or Whitney. You know, we all are wise to this. The, the fact that remains is that, you know, they had a desire to want to better their lives but they didn't know how to better their lives, and they thought that that check with all them zeros on it was going to make it happen. And mm-hmm. it doesn't. It, ne- it never does. That's the illusion. Yeah. Definitely. It's almost like a fast-forward to um, your demise when you get that big check. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying I want to be a... a I, I don't I want to be a, a beggar on the street or anything. I mean, even though there's probably some good things about that, but we'll get into that later, but, like... You know, I want to be comfortable. I want to. I want my family and friends to be good. You know, what I mean, I, I want to be clean and have a place to live and whatnot. But, um, dude, money, more money, more problems. You know, that's true indeed. That's true indeed. I mean, you know, sometimes you know, that money, that money blurs your ability to make this, make the right decisions. You get that money, and you know, you get that rush from having that, and it's like your all of your all of your critical thinking goes out the window. Because you put that money, you put that money over your eyes. You can't. You blind it. You know. You just have to be careful with that. You ever come into cash like that? Just you know, keep your head. You know, mm-hmm. keep your head clear. 
Because money, money, it, money. When I when I was getting money, it seemed like as far as women, money attracted the wrong women. You know, usually I would attract good women when I didn't have any money. But when I got the money, I started attracting all these low life type women. You know, and I was so blinded by the illusion of having that money. It's like it can't happen to me. I got money. It's like. I don't I don't really I don't really have the words to explain it, but it's like that money puts people it, it just takes people out of reality. Like a lot of these rappers, a lot of the things you hear about them doing is like, why would you do something like that? You have all this money. Why would you do something that stupid and you paid like that? Because it's right. like your critical thinking goes out the window. That money it just it blinds you. Your mind doesn't doesn't function the same. Like when you don't have money, it seems like you more calculated. You think clearer. You more, you know, you more careful. When you, when a lot, when some people get money, they just get reckless and do the dumbest shit, and they feel like that money can, I can buy my way out of this situation, or you know, it can't happen to me because I'm rich. And then it does happen, you know. Right. It's like Tupac. He literally bought himself out of jail for a couple million dollars, you know, from Suge Knight to sign that contract to, once again, words are everything. Death Row Records. Right, you know, and he sold his soul to. I mean, not that Tupac. I mean, he had a lot of stuff he was dealing with, negative stuff too. But he, the brothers started off positive. I've seen his documentaries. I know people who knew him in the Bay, and uh, yeah. was, you know, he was a smart man, smart young man. And uh, he read read astrology books, the Art of War, psychology books. You know, write poetry early on and whatnot. But like, the more he moved up in in, in the status, quote unquote, status celebrity, the more closer he got to that quick exit from earth, you know, and, uh, right. and, uh, look, and that last picture sums it up. I don't know if you guys have probably seen it. You men have, men have probably seen it where he's on the paradise Boulevard in Las Vegas and he's in the Beamer with Suge and they take a picture of him and his face is just like, kind of like, what the fuck did I do? In a way. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? The words, the, the face says it all. And Suge Knight staring off in the floor with his brow furrowed like a fucking big caveman looking motherfucker, and like and and we see this still played out today with Suge Knight hitting people. What he do? He hit somebody. Uh, he killed a man, right? He killed somebody. Manslaughter in his car, you know. And he had a heart attack or something or chest pains in court, you know. And so, yeah, man, um, the choices we make spell out everything, so there's really no surprises when you want to get down to it. You know? yeah, every, I see you. Remind- Go ahead, Brother Ali. No, I was going to say, it reminded me of something that I saw in a movie. Um, if you ever saw that movie, I mentioned it uh, before, uh, Made in America. It's the story of Don King, the boxing mm-hmm. promoter. Yeah. And, in that movie, yeah. and in that movie, he made a statement to his secretary, and he told her that people that, that, that come from nothing are more impressed with $50,000 cash than they are with a million-dollar check any day. Yeah. They're more impressed with the $50,000 cash. They'd rather have that than a million-dollar check when you don't come for money because people that don't come for money, they're all about the right now. See, I can, right. take, this 50, I can take this 50 grand right now and get some shit done. Right now, right. See, if I get that right. check, I got to cash the check, I got to go through all that shit, set up an account, blah, blah, blah. See, people don't want to do it. It's too much like work. It's too much like right. I want the right now for people that come from nothing, and that's the majority of our people, brother, here in America. Man, they, we come from nothing. 
You know, so when we do get that money, we don't know what to do with it, you know, at all. You know, white man is double handing you this check, man, with all them zeros on it. Man, your mind, like the brother said just a second ago, it clouds your eyes. It covers your eyes up, and you're no longer able to see. You can't think anything. You just become, you know, reactionary. You know, it's just, oh, I see it, I buy it, you know. Or I see her, I buy her. You know, you become reactionary. You don't become critical, a, a, a critical thought, a critical thinker. Uh, the brother right. mentioned that too not too long ago, uh, Brother Heyru. Right. Indeed. And you know what else that goes into, like, the way we consume, the way we buy things here in America. Like, you, when you turn on BET and you look at these rap videos, you know, the, the images that they show you every day, it's like the money, the cars, the women, the jewelry. So we're being programmed to, you know, to be these consumers, you know, to go out and buy. Well, as soon as we get that lump sum of money, we're programmed through TV, through what the rappers are saying, through what black entertainers are saying, and what they brag about what they have, they, you know, MTV cribs, five-car garage, all this crazy stuff, you know, story look, I mean, um, houses, what, three, four stories high, you know, I'm just saying, you, you see this stuff on TV, this ridiculous wealth, and it's like you aspire, you want to be that. You know, you, you look at it, it is a great thing to have wealth, but it's like when you get that wealth, what kind of person are you after you get it? A lot of people, you know, get this money, and they go out and they buy this stuff, and, you know, this stuff is supposed to represent them as a person. I'm great, but a lot of people, like their, 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 um, their attitudes, their persona, their person is rotten with all this money, you know? And it's like you look at a lot of these entertainers and that's the images that's portrayed. They portray, they put these images in these videos. It's like rich assholes. Like you rich and I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to go out here and disrespect people. I'm going to talk down on people that don't have what I have. And that's another thing. When these rappers are talking to you and they got this money and they got the cars and the videos and the women there, you listen to the lyrics, they, they're talking to you. They talking to you, you the broke nigga. You don't have what I have. You ain't worth what I'm worth, you know? So we want to we wanna get that. We want to become worth something. We get this money, and we go out and we get these material things, and it doesn't make our life any better. Right. You know, it, it just is like I find myself like not having money helps to keep me balanced. Not having a lot of money keeps me balanced. You know, it keeps me kind of like, it just stop, it, it it stops me from plugging in totally to the matrix and losing myself in it. Yeah. You know, because I, I I'm saying like when I had money, when I was getting money at one time, it's like I was I was like dealing with the spiritual stuff. I was wearing the African clothing. I was doing yoga, but I was still like living the Mason lifestyle. Right. The Mason in the hood X lit. That's what I was doing. And what is that? Well, I was rocking African attire. I was doing the yoga, you know, the breathing and stuff. But the money that was coming along with the science, manifesting the science, it brought more money. I was in good health. I, I got this money, and I started wilding out. I started dealing with, like, these women, man. It's like you attract the worst women when you have money. Gold diggers, they trying to hustle you. Some of them stealing money from you. You know, you attract yeah. the wrong people. And it's like, you know, not having money, it helped. I, I actually, when I got, when I, when I stopped getting the money, I went into my, I went more into my original mind. And I started attracting people that I really need. 
It's like the ancestors took me on a trip with that money to show me what it really does. And then I was like, you know, look at whose face is on this money. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, look look at look at the science on this money. Is this really here to help me? And I'm not saying do away with money, but I'm just saying stay awake when you get that money. Stay awake. Don't aspire to be like the people on TV. You know, because the images that's coming through the TV, the people that's, that's orchestrating these images, they don't give a fuck about any of us. They don't care about us. They want us to consume, 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 buy this, buy that, buy that, buy this. And it's like after that, you still you ain't shit. With all the money, with the cars, with the women, with the gold, the diamonds, you still ain't shit to them. You know, so money doesn't money doesn't define your worth. It doesn't. Yeah, because all money I, I'm beginning to see it is it's a medi- it's a medium for your um, what you desire in life. It's a medium. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, and um, and I know right now in my life I'm probably not that I'm balling or anything, but I'm probably I, I'm making more money than I ever have in my life. And with that said, I'm I'm probably being the most frugal uh, in my life right now too, which we call it. Uh, the Hood X Lit talks about the respecting screws, meaning respecting like, like the Earth signs, like the Tauruses and the and the Capricorns and the and the Virgos who have a Usually, for the most part, have a, a appreciation for money and what it what it can do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and by saying respect, we're respecting Scrooge. I'm saying like save your money. You know, use it for what you really need, not what you want. You know what I'm saying? So and that's what I've been doing. I'm, I've noticed I've been I've been pretty happy. You know, because I'm not looking at money as the end all be all. I'm looking at you know about creativity and like original thoughts. You know, I'm not trying to play into what society tells me what to be. Those rims are so big, looks like a damn Tonka truck when you're younger. You got to take a booster seat just to get in that motherfucker. <laughs> this, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm happy with my heart, you know, putting around, you know, going for walks in nature, talk, building with my brothers right and whatnot. That's that's for what I value. You know, that's real money. So you, I mean, you getting the money, right. but you wise. You making wiser decisions with your money. You know, or with your life when you while you're getting money. You know, and, that, and a lot of people don't do that. They get the money and they cloud out. You know. One more time, you broke up, brother. Yeah, you kind of breaking up too. You hear me? I can hear you just fine, hey, Ru. Um, Brother Manifestation, Brother Jabril is breaking up. Oh, I was breaking up? Not, okay, no, you hear me now? I can hear you fine, Brother, hey, Ru. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was, say, I was saying, like, um, what was I saying? Yeah, I was saying that um, <laughs> with, with the money that you're getting now, you're making wise decisions, you know what I'm saying? Versus making all the wrong decisions with that money that you're getting, you know, and you you, you value life more than the money. I, I think I, I think I understood you right. Yeah, it's weird because you know there was a time on the planet, brother, not too long ago, and, and not too far back history, you know, when it wasn't about your money or your jewels or your cars. It was like if a man had a lot of daughters, he was considered rich. 
If you had a right. lot of cows, a lot of cows or horses, you were rich. If you had land, you were rich. You see what I'm saying? Because those things are 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 are, are considered tangible. You know, those things have something you can do. You can do actually do something with that with that with those things. Uh-oh, it's breaking up again. Your brother's still there? I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here. I just got unmuted. I'm here. Yeah, Hello? I can't hear you. You might have to call back in. You want me to call back in? Yeah, call back in. Try that. All right, all right. You want me to do that now? You want me to call back too? Yeah, call back here. Okay. Seven two four 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 seven four four four. ID number one three 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 one. Oh, you just cleared. You just cleared up. Yeah, that was. I think that was that was how rude, brother. That sounded like it was. Maybe it was both of us. Somebody don't want us to be talking. <laughs> uh, hey. Sorry about that. Um, Cleveland, they called in right now. Not only Brother Ali, but uh, there's someone else from over here in Cleveland. Are you on the line? Yes, sir. Peace. This is Sister Rahima Shakirala. Oh, Sister Sister Rahim, wonderful to have you here. How are you doing, my sister? I'm fine, brother. Yeah. This sister, this uh, brother Brother Ali. Go ahead, brother. Uh, righteousness, sister. Uh, Alhamdulillah. I'm good, brother. How you doing? Oh, absolutely well, sister. I'm doing very well. It's good to hear your voice. Thank you, brother. I'm just listening to y'all build. That's all. Right. Wonderful. This sister right here, brother Ali, I be, I be sharing her quotes like all the time. She she has so much knowledge to share and so much heart out there. You know. Oh, oh, I know, I know. This sister, um, she she's devoid of the Farrakhan fool. She ain't with them. You know, mm-hmm. she's actually one of the sisters that. Paid attention to the teachings from the great teacher, man, and, and she's right. she, she's um, paying attention and she's manifesting those teachings, man. You know, and I'm telling you, the sister's more than just rhetoric. I mean, there's pictures on there of her putting in her work mm-hmm. with the garden and doing for this sister's about doing for self, man. You know, and whatever brother is with her, he's a very, very, very fortunate brother, man, to have this goddess in his life. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to basically. I mean, I'm. A, I've always been the type of person that if I'm gonna put something out in the universe, I have to live by it. And if you're not living by what you're putting out in the universe, it's gonna come back and bite you. It's gonna make you either. Um, basically, it's, it, it it may kill you. So you, you you shouldn't lie about what you do. And a lot of people that are on the book, they lie about what they do. You know, and. I've been in this since I was 16, and I have been studying and understanding that ever since, you know, I just had a good eye to see things. I don't know, like you say, the ancestors blessed me. I don't know. It's just I see it, and I, if it's not right, my spirit's not right with it, I know it's not the teaching, you know. So and a lot of people are, are followers, but they're blind followers. We have to get away of being just blind followers. So, you know, um, they don't study. You know, and some of us, we, you know, the good thing about it is that 
I've had teachers or, uh, you know, mentors in my life that allowed me to be myself and allow me to see, you know, allow me to butt my head so that I can come up with the conclusion or see the conclusion. You know, a lot of times the teacher, you know, like especially like with Farcon and all of them, they give you the problem, the answer, the conclusion, and everything else that belongs to it, and then you never get to see it because you think that that's what it's supposed to be. Well, my mentors didn't allow me to do that, you know. So, I mean, I've just been blessed in that matter. That's all. <laughs> that's all. There's nothing that I'm doing. It's just I just study. You know, that's all it is. It's just study. Indeed. I'm sorry, the children. That's why I had on mute the children. And, you know, they're up tonight, so. Those ancestors. That's a good sign, you know, to hear the children in the background. That's the ancestors. Right. Sister Raheem, how's the dogs? How are your dogs? My dogs? Oh, I got rid of them things. <laughs> <laughs> only thing, only one I got. Now left is a um is a uh, rock wilder actually. Um yeah. because I didn't really like the cane corsos. We were breeding yeah. cane corsos and I really didn't like them because they're really stupid dogs. Like they're nice. <laughs> they look good. Right. No, seriously, they look good and well, my cousin has some. Yeah, they're just yeah. stupid. They just you know, the and what turned me really off about them is because when um they were given birth when the women, when the dog children, the dog children, the dogs was giving birth, they were not good mothers. Like mm-hmm. I was having to do all the work. You know, I had to pull them out the sack and then clean them up and rub them and things like that. And that kind of like turned me off because by nature, you know, any animal or anything that gives birth, it's a, it's natural for them to incline to their, their offspring. But these right. dogs, they didn't do that. They just right. sat on them or, you know, wouldn't even push. And I'm like, nah, I didn't have these problems with the Rockwilders. So after we gave <laughs> them away and sold them away and things like that, I'm like, we'll never return back to those things. <laughs> because they're uh, crazy dogs. I mean, they're just show dogs. They're scary, yeah. you know. But, and this is the honest to God truth, and I hate to say it like this, when we were breeding them, and we would take them to shows and stuff like that. A lot of the uh, Europeans, devils, whatever, they're like, I don't like those dogs. And they'll tell you straight out the reason why they don't like them, you know, because to them they're like another pit bull, and they classify them as, they didn't say it, but I'm going to say it, as nigga dogs, you know. And that's that's how they look. Because, I mean, what else are you using them for? Most of the time when we have dogs like that, they're using them for fighting or, any other right. things, but not what they're intended to to do, you know. Right. So um, I, I didn't like to use that word, so I apologize if I offended anyone, but um, that's the truth, you know. It's honest to God truth. So um, I just got out of that breed altogether. I said, I, I, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's funny how you said they're not very smart, and they have, like, the biggest head I've ever seen on a dog, probably on <laughs> any mammal. <laughs> they have a big-ass head. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and this and they're from they're from the corso. Uh, not to get off on dogs, but like the corso, I believe is from Italy. So right, uh, it's, which is very close to Africa, right there. So um, well, you have it's in the massive family. 
So, but yeah. you know, with anything, they tamper with everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a mixture. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not just just say it's not just like um, you know, uh, what do you call it? A uh, uh, bulldog or a pit bull. You know, yeah. it's just a mixture of a um, different other dogs. So it's just like with the pit. Um, they also have different mixtures and they have different temperaments, right. and that's why a lot of people think that they're mean dogs because they will snap on you in a minute. The King yeah. Corso is a little bit slower to temper, but they still have that same mentality. Yeah. So. Yeah, my my two dogs. My dog. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. We had this one dog, and we had it for years, and um, one of the females went into heat, and the dog actually tried to attack my husband, had him mm. on the ground. My husband was punching him like he was, you know, fighting his dog. And I was like, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't care. I was like, you want me to go get the gun? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, yeah. just stand there. <laughs> That's self-preservation, <laughs> right, Brother Ali? <laughs> just stand there and watch one. the dog attack me. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you're right to do that. You know, because people are animal lovers, you know what I mean? Right. So right. you go to shooting something, I might be in jail, so I had to be constantly like, you want me to go get it? Like, no, just stand there. So what I did was I, I went and got the BB gun instead, and I, I shot him, and that was actually able to um, get him off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> don't, feel, don't feel bad, sister. When I was in California, I had pit bull out there. Um, we had two, we had more than one actually, but uh, we had all females, and um, I got rid of mine after she gave birth to a litter because she ate half, her, she ate half her litter. Right. You know, and I wow. got, I got, I got rid of her right then and there. I didn't give a damn. You got to go. If you eating your puppies, ain't no telling what else you're capable of doing. I got rid of her ass. I yeah. put her in the back of the, put her in the back of the car, and took her out to a field, and let her go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her and her baby, her and the puppies that was left. Yeah. Oh, I, ate I mean, at least you didn't. At least she wasn't cruel. At least she uh, allowed the babies to be with their mother. You know. Oh but, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna do that because I didn't want the babies either. You know. Right. You know, and that's how you know. We see our people have lost the science of breeding. You know, we don't understand that. Like when I got into breeding, I mean, like now that I could breed dogs, I could breed any animal because I understand the science of it. And when you understand the science of breeding and the importance of getting, even with us, you know, getting two people that are compatible or that have a, that are alike, then they produce us with a, with a, a pedigree, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you get something that's um, weak, then it's not going to give you what you want. And what what the what the devil had all taught me is that like. One time, this lady, we had sold this rock wild to this lady, and she bred the dog with another dog, but she had some white, um, like one or two white um, rock wilders. And mm-hmm. they said that that's a malfunction in the DNA, that that dog should never, ever be allowed to breed. Now, I thought that was kind of interesting because here it is, the Rockwilder by nature is a black dog. But when it right. bred the albino Rockwilder, they said that that's a diseased dog. So in their DNA, from then on, that that female would not be able to produce the supreme litter anymore. 
So basically, you need to either get rid of it, euthanize it, do something to it. And I was like, wow, you guys are, you know, is that serious? And they were like, yep, because it can't make no money off that. Wow. You know, that's interesting, you know, because that's what happened to us. When we started breeding, you know, and bringing forth other <laughs> people, we right. started getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Mm-hmm. And then look at it. You know. The whole the Yakub narrative. Exactly. Graphic. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's some science. Exactly. If it, if it plays out like that on the level of dogs, then you can just imagine what it'll play out like on the level of human beings scientifically through the graphic mm-hmm. and the, you know, the the breeding process. Exactly. exactly. I mean, I just look at my, the reason I like my dogs are. Uh, they're rescue dogs from Taiwan, you know, and, and, and like like everywhere on the earth, uh, we have original people everywhere, and there are original people in Taiwan living in the, in the mountains up there. And uh, these dogs are they're called Formosa Mountain Dogs, Formosa what they used to call Taiwan. It means it's beautiful in Dutch when the Dutch were colonizing, colonizing them. And uh, anyway, these, these Formosa Mountain Dogs will live with the aboriginal people and hunt deer with them. And whatnot, and um, when the Japanese came in the um, in the 1920s, uh, they brought their German shepherds and other dogs over there, and they kind of like killed a lot of the Formosans, who are very primal dogs, almost like wolves. And uh, the Formosans ended up breeding with the Japanese dogs, and you get these mixed these these street dogs um, living in Taiwan everywhere. They look like little German shepherds, and they're 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 very loyal. And uh, but they're they're very security minded, <laughs> so it's like if you ain't part of the family, good luck to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, these dogs, what I'm trying to get out, these dogs have shown me. I never had dogs before, really, until now. And these dogs are showing me a lot about myself because whenever I look at them and deal with them and teach them things, I mean, they're teaching me about my animal nature, my lower self, how I need to be a master that, you know, so I can be a real human being. So, I mean, they're yeah. part of the Diddy family, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. They're part of the Diddy family. So, I mean, right. you know, we have to respect that, you know. So, yeah. that's very deep, brother. Right. And, uh, Brother Haru, you still there? You still yeah, I'm still here, man. Okay. I'm glad you came back. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, we're we're talking about like me and brother Aru are doing a we're making in the process of making a documentary about Oregon energy, um, and uh, which is uh, life energy everywhere. William, this guy, uh, this doctor William William Wright, um, William Wright, William Wright, kind of put it on the books, describing how there's like a, a blue hue when you look at like in a microscope of like life energy, and also you can see it when you're outside the planet Earth, like circling the earth and it's like it's life energy right and if you go to places in nature you can see it almost in the distance if you're like on top of a mountain you can see it sometimes in the valley like this blue hue that's mm-hmm. Oregon energy and then this documentary that we're in the process process of, of editing and making is uh, about the the, the the contrast or dichotomy of Oregon energy and uh, and technologies like elf towers and uh, and but I've heard of Elf Towers throughout the years, you know, Alex Jones and whatnot and other places, and um, and chemtrails, because that's associated with that. And, like, I I used to trip out on them and be like, damn, that's, I can't believe people are so 
evil that they're trying to poison us like that and all this stuff and, you know, focus up, try to tell everybody about these chemtrails and elf towers. Um, however, I, I was like, how's that going to serve me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to live in life here, you know, in Cali, you know, with all the, 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 the distractions and struggles here in my own personal life. So why should I be tripping off looking up to the sky? But then I came to a realization that, like, everything that happens outside of us is a reflection of what, what's happening inside of us. So whenever I would see the chemtrails or the elf towers, uh, I would think like, man, that's a sign telling me that like there's some internal work that I really need to investigate, you know, get some uh, go in depth and into my into myself to figure out like how's that related to internal things that are going on in my life and whatnot. And, and that's why uh, I kind of like coming full circle with this documentary with Brother Haru about elf towers, you know, and and this organ energy and whatnot and. Like, Brother Haru, can you explain, uh, break down what an elf tower actually is? Yeah, um, uh, elf tower, this technology, it was being worked on, like, after World War II. That's when they started working on this stuff. Um, the word elf, or the abbreviation, it, it stands for extremely low frequencies, Okay. So these towers, this technology is emitting a extra low frequency wave, elf wave. And um, these elf waves, right, what's happening with the, um, the elf waves, those towers, along with the Gwyn towers, is this. When they send this wave out, it's a radiation. Okay, what it's doing is it's controlling the weather, for one. These elf waves, they're being bounced off of the ionosphere, okay? And what happens is that the ionosphere is like the brain of the planet Earth. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? You follow? And it's like it's right. electrical storms going on in that, that area, okay? Our, brain, our brains are connected to it. Because when you have thoughts or, you, you know, you, your brain works, it's electricity moving through your body. So we have everything that the earth has. You get what I'm saying? Since we come from it. So what I'm saying is these waves are being bounced into that, that area, the ionosphere, and they're coming back down on this planet. Okay, it's like, that's like 30 miles above us. That's how far it is above us. So when they spray the chemtrails, these waves are present. Now, have you noticed, like, when, when you see the chemtrails being sprayed, it's like a straight line, right? Right. That's how it starts out. Right. And then it starts to, like, you see the ripple effect, how it starts to spread out? You know, Have you noticed that? Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, those are the waves, the actual waves moving through the ionosphere, moving through our atmosphere. You could, that's how you see and that's how you detect them. I got some footage of that. You know, chemtrails themselves, what they contain a lot of toxic material. Like, you know, like, um, what is it? Mercury is in that. Some metals is in that. Some bromine. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's the source of a lot of the issues we have down here as far as health. And those waves, I've heard that they, um, well, I've read that they can alter um, cells. Human cells, they can um, mutate them. 
You know, so it's attacking you on a mental level also. It's attacking you on a, on a level as far as um, your cellular, your cellular structure. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So um, yeah. you want, I want to go into what organ energy is also. You know, organ energy is the prana. It's the life force. It's the chi of the cosmos, of the planet Earth. You know, the thing, like you said, you can see it in nature, right? Our bodies are composed of organ because we have chi life force. These um these waves that are hitting us, they drain the life force. They pull off. They pull out your life force. That's why a lot of people feel um in the morning waking up, you know, even though you've slept for eight hours, you still wake up feeling tired. Has anybody experienced that? You ever experienced that? Yeah, I have. Anybody else? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Okay, that's those that's happening with the um your organ being drained from your body. What you have in your home coming through the electrical sockets, you know, um coming through the light fixtures. You know, these um hold on, let me find these notes here. I wanna say this right, because I've just started studying this. That's why everyone should always research what what's being said and someone shares something with you. Everyone listening, you know what I'm saying? All the downloaders and all that. Look it up for yourself. One moment, one moment. Let me get this. Take your time, brother. Take your time. I have a lot of notes. I have a lot of notes. And for all the listeners, and for all the listeners, well, brother, uh, Jabril just said it's very true. You know, you have to take the time to do the research. I mean, you've got to put the remote down, turn the TV off, put the blunt out, you know, <laughs> put the bottle cap, put the bottle cap back <laughs> on the Hennessy, and go actually do some research. Oh man, I know this one right now with the bottle of Henny right now on the Swisher Suite too, putting it down on the coffee table. I know. I see you. I see you, you Arnold. You can always pick it back up, but do the research and fill your mental Rolodex with something else other than, you know, inebriation. Sure, indeed. Hold on. Let me find this. Okay, your original question was, what's the Elf Tower? Yeah, what's the Elf Tower? Okay. Elf Towers, these towers... They, they emit they emit extra low frequency waves. This technology was being worked on worked on after World War II. Now, um, what it what it does is it, it sends short wavelengths. Health waves are they bounce off the ionosphere from from for long distance communication. That's what they originally used for. But at the same time, it's extremely dangerous because these waves they never demodulate. They last forever. This um this is coming from Einstein, some of his work. He was saying that um EMFs they last for infinity once they are um, generated. Okay, usually usually they would dissipate into space, but in most most places on the Earth, elves can't go into space because of the ionosphere. That's where they get trapped at. Okay, um now it goes to World War II with the microwave radar for warfare. In 1947, Bell Telephone set up the first microwave phone relay between towers in Boston and New York. TV was born 
that same year. Microwaves were used as transmissions, okay, to transmit this. Um, in the 1980s, that brought on the cellular communications. In 2015, um, it's like this. The first mile above Earth is filled with like 2 million tons, you know, um, 2 million times, I'm sorry, two, 2 million times the amount of EMF, okay, that we faced in, um, in the year, like nice starting in 1900. So what I'm saying is um, we don't know the vastness of the problem. We don't know how much of this negative energy is, is in the atmosphere because in, like, um, 1979, the, um, the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency was, Agency, was shut down. It was ordered to stop taking measurements of EMF over our country in 1979. Okay, so we have no idea how much of this energy that's being emitted, this low-frequency wave that alters your mindset, um, it has a lot of things being generated, and it it just alters our behavior. It pretty much makes us do what they want us to do. It's programs. That's what I'm saying. You know, um, in the Gwen the Gwen Ground Wave Emergency Network, that's what the Gwen Tower is. It was in um, it was a command and control communication system intended for the use by U.S. government to facilitate military communications before, during, and after a nuclear war. Wind was constructed to survive the effects of high altitude, high altitude nuclear explosion electromagnetic pulse to ensure that the president could give a launching order, you know, um, to strategic um, nuclear bombers and you know and, and whatnot. So, um, I mean, have I pretty much told you what an elf tower is? Yeah. By, you know, yeah, I mean, I see them. Because uh, I, I mean, I'll describe what it looks like. Like I, I told Haru, we talked about this before. Like it looks like a like the one I saw where I used to live in San Jose. It looked like a straight pine tree that was like with metal over it, and uh, right, and it had all these little um, panels on it, like about like ten ten to twelve panels on it. Panels on it, it looks like little square satellite dishes coming out of it, and it, and it was funny because it's like I always didn't I always saw it, but I didn't trip off it. So one day I'm like, that ain't no tree. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a, someone blatantly trying to make a tree make a TV antenna look like a tree. You know what I mean? So right, and like, I, go ahead, go ahead, brother. I was just saying, like, you know, and I've seen them before. There's videos on YouTube in Santa Cruz, California, forty miles, fifty miles south of here by the beach. There's a there's a dude that he has like hundreds of videos of him going around there filming these elf towers, and he has his device, this uh, wireless. Um, electromagnetic device you can get at Radio Shack where it me measure, measures the hertz. And, like, I think, like, 30, anything above, like, 25, her 25 hertz is, like, really not good for your body. Right. Even though we have electricity in our body. Like, he was putting this thing up, and it had, like, 33, 40 hertz, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and these things are, like, on top of schools. He was, like, there was one that was on top of a school roof. There was one, there was one in someone's backyard, you know what I'm saying? So it's, like... These things are all over, you know. And I wanted to ask you, like, why, why should this matter to us? Like, why do we need to know this? You know, why, why do we need to be aware? Of, yeah. You asking why do we need to be aware of these? Yeah, why do we need to be aware of that? Right. Because of the um, potential harm that it's doing to us, you know. Um, like I said, it's, it's hitting us on cellular levels, you know. It's, it's, the, it's attacking the mind, you know. It's attacking the brain, actually. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cutting you off from the mind, from your original mind. You know, and people out here is just like going straight loony. It's chaos. It's like that. You know, a lot of people, every time they send this blast out, people are hit with this energy. They're hit with these um with these waves and um it alters the mindset. Mm. That's and why we say who's they and I well well I I've I've heard that um I've read rather that um these are privately owned. Like these are owned by like rich people. It's not it's like no such thing as the government they saying. It's like corporations. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? That's what America is, right. it's corporations. Right. And they own, it's corporations, rich people that own this stuff, and they're making money off of it being used. It's not, um, as far as they, I don't know, like, the names. I mean, do you have any names? No, I just meant, like, in general, like, because of, uh, yeah, I, I mean that's that's, a lot that's, day, so it's like that's all that's all the information I have on that. Yeah. yeah. It all plays back into the class I did on the manifestation of the electron. Yeah, which I actually, if it's all right with you, brother Lee, I, I made a hour uh, a video of of your audio with some images that correspond with that. If you don't mind me posting that. No, 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 that's beautiful, brother. Do your thing. Your, your, your brother, your brother Ali, explain what, you, what was that you just said? Uh, I did a class about the electron. The, the, the manifestation of the electron, making the, the electron manifest in human beings. Right. And it's easy because, you know, when we study science, we, we, science teaches us that all waves, whether they be electromagnetic waves, uh, pulse waves, sonic waves, uh, microwaves, what have you, all waves affect atomic structure. Right. All waves affect all atomic structure. That means your atoms are affected. And even in human beings, your atoms are affected. And in every atom, there's a proton, there's an electron, and a neutron. Right. The proton represents what we're taught to be positive energy. It gives off a positive charge. The electron represents negative energy or negative charge as the, new, and the neutron being neutral. Well, just like right. with, the, with the ELFs, you know, the, uh, the extra low frequencies, those frequencies are geared to charge the electrons. They don't charge proton energy. They charge electron, which, uh, which manifests into negativity. There, are, there is no such thing as good and evil. Good and evil right. are words that the Catholic Church used to mask uh, positive and negative on a scientific level when they Indeed. want to fairy, fairy tale it out. They fairy tale it out using words like good and evil so they can um, introduce characters with it. But on science, right. we're taught that there is no good and evil. There's only positive and negative, which is, which is controlled by the atomic structure of human beings within us. And these waves are charging our electrons, our negative charges, producing negative behavior, negative thinking, negative feelings. You know, and that, it, like you said, that's what we're seeing manifest today. It's being made manifest. It's being brought to life. Our electron, our negative energy is being brought out of us and being made and displayed to the world. It's an amazing, it's amazing scientifically, brother. You know, this, so, uh, this, white, this white boy don't rule the world because he's a dum-dum. The devil rules because he's wickedly wise in science and math. Indeed. That's so true. So my next, I got a question. I got a question there. My question is, um, 
what is the remedy, brother? Like, what is it that we should be doing to, um, I don't know what, I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? How can we um, protect ourselves? How, how can we still rise above this? You know, these well, waves that are coming at us, the waves being used, like, how can we change this? Well, recognition of any problem is always the first thing, even when you're working on a car and it's making noise. You try to right. you got to rec- you got to recognize and figure out what the hell is making this noise. So now that we recognize the problem, we're aware now that this devil is putting out low frequencies on the planet, which is affecting my behavior. I wonder why I've been tripping, why I've been snapping on my woman, you know, why I've been feeling like this about things. I never felt like that before. What the fuck's going on with me? So you got right. you know they got to stick it as us. It ain't us. You know, we're being our electron is being made manifest, but now we recognize it with this conversation at night. We are all sitting on the phone admitting that we know what's going on. We recognize it. So now right, that right. we recognize it, we, we go into the further study of how to remedy it. And the first thing, the first clue that we have is that, you know, um, as gods, you know, and as physical beings, physical entities on this planet, we are our own power base. You know, we manifest and generate all sorts of power. We're capable of manifesting powers we don't even know we have yet. You see what I'm saying? So what we have to do is we have to charge our own energy base and raise our own vibratory pattern within. We do it through our thinking. We do it through our eating, what we consume into our right. bodies. We have to consume foods, foods that are high in alkaline instead of acid. You know, you only right. have those two properties, you know, within the bloodstream. You have, you know, what, you know what's alkaline and what's acidic. Uh, that's what your pH levels are all about. Um, and that comes with your water and everything else that you intake. But um, what you put into your body goes into that. Um, how you think, how the meditation, like what the yoga he was doing was excellent, brother. And you know what? I wanted to take the time to commend you on that, too, because just like what you said, man, there was a lot of niggas that came at you with sideways. Was, man, what you doing that yoga stuff for? What's all that shit about? Exactly. You know, ain't that something that white folks do, man? What's up with you? You know, see, forget all that, brother. You was doing the right thing. You're learning how to center your chi, how to center your, vib- your vibratory energy and how to exactly. make it more manifest within. And you keep doing that, brother. And that's how you overcome these frequencies that are being bumped, that you're being bombarded with. But now uh, exercise, too, is excellent in keeping your, vib- mm-hmm. your, vib- your, your vibration raised at a certain level. You have right. to take care of this physical vessel because if the vessel, if the machine isn't running properly, then the, the machine is subject to all types of outside interference. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brother Ali, um, Brother Haru is also, um, I'll let him speak. I mean, I, it's not like he's not here with us. But uh, can you Man, speak on Brother Haru about the... Um, the Haru is a god. Yes. But, uh, the god Haru, respectfully. Can you speak on the um, the the materials you make in order to, to uh, harness the organ energy and also to, like, shade away that negative energy? Uh yeah, this, this is actually this is actually something that I just I've just recently got into making devices. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends, like on the individual. Like if you can raise your chi to the level that it should be on, you know, get yourself corrected on that level. You may not have to carry anything. I mean, am I right, Brother Ali? Is that correct? That's correct. Right. So I mean, you know, um. It just depends, but for people that's not, you know, um, on that level, there are things that they can do 
around their around their home to keep those energies from um bombarding them. You know what I'm saying? Like dealing with crystals. I deal with a lot of crystals. Quartz crystals, I deal with the amethyst, you know, crystals. Just just crystals in general. I deal with all that, right? So what I'm saying is this right here. I I found out about the the um, copper wire wrapping. Anybody familiar with that? Yes. Wire wrapping, um okay, well um Dealing with crystals, crystals are organ energy, of course. You know, clear crystals, um, they're usually, you usually see them on the tips of wands, things like that. Some of the Wiccan people who have them on the tips of wands, you know, right. because they project their energy through that crystal, you know, and it's organ, so it just, and the crystal just enhances what you send through it, you know. So for people that's not on that level, you know, spiritually, there's physical, article, you know, articles that they could put around their home, like, say, in the window, you know, um, under the bed. And I also learned about sleeping on the um, box spring beds with the coils in them. You know, the energy, carry, the energy carries through those, um, through those coils while you sleep. That affects you. The best thing to get is, like, the cotton bed. Get a cotton bed. You know, I do like me. I sleep on the floor, you know, yeah. away from that. Um, it's like this, um, dealing with the crystals, dealing with certain metals, you know, you can protect yourself from EMFs, you know what I'm saying? Copper jewelry, that always helps, you know. I mean, that's basically, you know, organ energy emitters, you know what I'm saying? You can put them in your um, in your garden, makes the plants grow. Um, and that's, a, I mean, that's about it. That's about it on that. Like I said, I'm just really getting into the like in the beginning when you said I'm an expert, I was like, nah, I'm just I'm just getting involved in this. You know, I wanna build, let's build, you know what I'm saying? Give me some information, maybe I have a little bit to add on. But I'm nowhere on the level of, you know, like speaking this on the expert level. That's not where I'm at with this. You know, I'm just getting you know, so you know, I I got a little to add on, but the brother Ali, he pretty much, he said a mouthful, like you say, Carlo, and that was there, right there, on the money. So, I was too, yeah, too brother. Tough, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not on an expert level. I really just yeah. got back into this. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's true. Hoodex well, uh, brought me back from where I was at. I was on a lower level, and Hoodex brought me back up. So I'm just in the process right now. I'm in transition. You know, I'm not there. Well, when I say that, I mean, when I say you're an expert and Brother Ali's and one of my master teachers, and I'm saying a master, like, from my perspective, you know, in my world, you know, (laughs) y'all are experts in my life, you know what I'm saying? Just like I'm sure I can show you probably some things you, you know, make you think about things you may maybe think about a little differently and whatnot, but you are, both of you all, and and my sister, and all and all and anyone in this um, family uh, are experts in their life experiences. And I mean, I mean, that's that's the real people. Those are the real celebrities in my life. You know what I mean? So indeed, I'm still a, I'm you know, I'm still a baby in all of this too, brother. You know, what I mean, I've been mm-hmm. the only the only advantage that I may or may not have. I mean, depending on how you look at it, is just the fact that I may have been around our star more times than you have. That's right. It. That's only it. That's the only advantage I may have. I've I've been around a little longer to maybe have seen a little more, but that doesn't necessarily mean that what you have seen or experienced in 
your time and motion here, you know, it could not be the equal of either. You see what I'm saying? Because everybody goes through right. what they go through. You know, some people's lives are, you know, smooth and crystal clear. Other people's lives are filled with turmoil from, from the moment they hit the planet. So, exactly. I mean, but, you know, I mean, like Abel said, you know, hey, man, you know, I'm humble in all of this. You know, I'm a student. I'm a baby in this now. Uh, I do pay attention. I take good notes. And, um, and I'm not afraid to, you know, speak the truth when I know that the truth is absolute. So if that's exactly. you know, out, you know, you know the thing bro, is what I want to add on. I want to add on to that, that, like, this is, like, my first time, like, really being on the spot on a blog talk radio. I'm not used to doing this. I'm, I'm like, I'm used to, like, to building on, like, street corner or whatever, you know, in the hood, you know, like, not on a broadcasting thing. I'm not used to this. Yeah. I got I to get used to all this right here, you know. But at the same time, you know, um, I want to. I, I want to thank you for just allowing even, me to even be on the set. You know what I'm saying? Straight up and down, man. Glad that you're on the set, brother. Brother Ali, like yeah, like I said, man, I'm I'm not an expert in any of this. You know what I'm saying? I never even I never stated that. You know, I just want to build. I want to learn, and I want to get. I want to get built up to that level to where when we do this, I go into it smoothly. Everything is together. You know, I got to get, because I've never done this. This is not my thing right here. Mm. Well, whether you're an expert or not, you're bringing expertise to the table, brother, with the information that you're coming with tonight. So you on point. Ain't no doubt about that. Absolutely. All right, well, I want to hear some more about this chi, man, ways to build the chi. You know, like, what do you do? What is your What is your regimen? How do you do it? Well, I know, man. It um, it basically it it definitely starts uh, you know, with my thinking. You know, uh, I'm definitely detached from all of this, brother. You know, uh, I deal with the world as I have to. You know, I cut like you know, it's sort of like coming in and coming out of reality as you have to. You know, um, you know, I have right. to survive. I got to pay bills. I got to pay rent. I got a roof over my head. I got to eat. So obviously, I have to make money because I ain't out here stealing shit. So, um, <laughs> no, you know, I take care. You know, I got my, I got my clients. I take care of my clients. Um, you know, I work with people. Um, so I, you know, it keeps me, you know, detached from this world, brother. You know, I'm not in. I don't vote. I don't belong to any groups. Um, right. You know, anything like that, you know, uh, I'm just all about, you know, mathematics, science, studying, and taking care of people. That's what I fill my day with. So as long as my day mm-hmm. is filled with those type of things, very else little can creep into the picture, you know what I'm saying? But aside right. from that, though, um, you know, it just, you know, it starts with my wake-up, brother. You know, I don't wake up on a time every day. I wake up on a thought, naturally. Um, you know, I start my day off with fresh lemon water. You know, I don't pile food and garbage on myself like that early, you know, the day when I'm right. waking the machine up. I let the water run through and let the water wake my organs up naturally, you know. Um, when I do eat, you know, I don't eat any flesh of any living being whatsoever. Um, right. You know, I eat vegetables, uh, you know, a lot of fruits and vegetables. I keep it very clean. You know, I do um, I do have fish from time to time, you know, uh, so I do maintain a proper uh, protein level and keep my omega-3 fatty acids together. Um, but you know that's those consist of basically sardines for me. Um, 
But outside of that, you know, I, you know, like I said, what I put in my body is very righteous and very much in accord, you know, scientifically. I don't follow what the vegans do. I don't consume soy. I don't eat, drink all almond milk and all that bullshit because that's why vegans, if you notice, vegans don't outlive without meat eaters. They die at the same rate meat eaters die at. You see what I'm saying? They're not living long. So that goes to show you they're doing something wrong. So that's why. So I don't tell me more about, about, the, about the soy, brother. The soy. Like, what's with oh, the soy? Soy is a poison. It's a poison. It's a poison. That's what it is. You know, soy is used in the manufacturing industry for a lot of different applications, just like canola oil. You know, canola oil is used as an engine degreaser. Right. So these things, you know, it's a poison, man. And, you know, that's why them Chinese over there, they claim to to be all this, that, and the other with their health shit. But yet they ain't living all that. You know, there are people that are dying off of all kinds of shit. They look terrible as they get older. You know what I'm saying? It's because of all that soy and all that white rice they consume. See, there's... There's certain things you can put in your body that they tell you is good that is actually poison. It's bad for you. You know, yeah, the white rice, white bleach, right? Yeah, it's bleach because white yeah, rice doesn't bleach. grow white. Consuming so bleach with that, man. I know about that. Yeah, all I right. eat is brown rice. Right. You know, the only way to even halfway make it right if you can't get to anything brown is you have to rinse it and then use turmeric in your in your rice. You know, put that turmeric in there to kind of combat the negativity. You know, that's going on. Right. But that's only mm-hmm. that's only for fiber purposes. There's really no need for you to consume rice, you know, other than having it for fiber. You know, right. There's other things you can have for fiber besides rice. But um, but anyway, but it just goes back to what you put in your body. You know, it's, it's part of keeping your chi raised. And then the time that you take to exercise your body, whether you're running, you're riding bikes, you're keeping your cardio up, you box, you know, you, you, you do boxing regiments or um, taekwondo, something like that. Um, right. But you must exercise your muscles in your body. Your body has to, the machine has to stay, you know, at peak performance at all times. That only comes through, you know, a constant regimen, a constant practice with the muscles. Exactly. That provides good blood flow. Good blood flow provides for good energy flow. Mm. You see? And then, you yeah, know, I started swimming. I, I started swimming yeah. recently. It's really good. Right. That's excellent, that's excellent mm-hmm. cardio, man. And um, but last but not least, you know, the main thing is the, the quiet time that you spend, what some people call, you know, and you learn this, through, you know, this through your yoga, brother, you know, the, the time that you spend through meditation, that quiet time right. that you spend centering yourself, man, collecting your thoughts, you know, your breathing exercises, you know, learning how to, you know, how to breathe in deeply and hold breaths and then breathe out. And as you're breathing in deeply, man, you're picking and raising your energy. You try to get your, you're centering it and you feel yourself pulling your energy into you. You know, I remember one time I was listening to a sister do a class, and she said, you know, the easiest way to do it is just to imagine a ball of light, you know, and just take that ball of light and bring that ball of light into you, you know, like you, right. you take it within your gut. And once you take it into your gut now, imagine that ball of light growing in intensity and in brightness. And now take that ball of light and bring it up to your stomach. Now bring that ball of light up to your heart. And as you're doing that, you're, doing through, you're going through your breathing exercises in and out really slow. You know, it's a meditation. You know, you understand what that is. You do, you do yoga, brother. I don't have to go through the whole thing. Well, yeah, you but, do, um, brother. For 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 that, that was a wonderful explanation because, like, just breathing in itself is so fundamental. But then again, so many of us don't know how to do it, right? You know. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's basic. You know, I mean, you know, you know, like I said, the ball of light thing is is really good for beginners to start with. You know, until you can master that, and then you you'll naturally progress and evolve into your own direction of how you'll do it. You know, that I can't explain to nobody how they'll naturally evolve, you know, but 
that's a good starting point for anybody that wants to learn how to center their energy or their chi, you know, with the, imagine a ball of light and it growing, you know, intensify the brightness, the luminosity of it, and then, you know, raise it all the way up to your throat, to your mind, and then to let it set on the top of your head. By the time it sets on the top of your head, man, you know, you should almost be in, you know, almost rapid breath mode, you know, uh, uh, rapid breaths, you know, a little bit quicker now. <sighs> Coming up as you bring it up. It's good for so the what body, about, man. What about the fire breath? How is how effective is that one? How effective is the fire breath? Say that again, brother. You're breaking up. I said, um, how... My question is, um, how effective is the fire breath? How effective is the fire breath? Yeah, the fire breath. That that um that breathing technique. Well, you know what? Um, I've never heard it called fire breath before. That's why I asked you that. Um, well, the bellows. Okay. Um. Uh, you, do you know what I'm? Do you know it, what I'm speaking? No, you know what, what I'm saying about. is, I'm trying to give you a good explanation here. It, the effectiveness of it is, is still is going to be based upon the individual. You see what I'm saying? What it is that you're looking for. You know, certain right. people are looking for peace, you know, so obviously it's going to have a different effect on you if you're looking for a calming uh, peace of mind or a, a peaceful state. You know, some people are, are use it for focus for a particular purpose, you know, because there's something in front of them that is really important to them, you know, so they really want to focus on that. You know, so your breathing technique will affect you differently, you know, as far as your focus is concerned. So each individual going into it will experience that which they go into it, you know, whatever it is that they're looking for. Right, right. That's how effective okay. it will be. But but I guess if you, you know, I guess to answer the question even a little better is that what it will do is, is that if they're going into it for peace, well, then, you know, you'll come out of it through, you know, let's say you go through it for like a 30-minute interval. Well, after your 30-minute interval, you know, you will feel you know, more relaxed than you did that before you went into it 30 minutes prior. You will feel that relaxed state, you know, uh, state within. See what I'm saying? Okay. That's when you stand up or you get up from the floor, your sitting position or wherever, or a chair, wherever you're doing that, once you stand up, you'll feel it at that point. Like, damn, you know, I do feel relaxed. You know, my body do feel, okay, I'm cool, you know. Okay, so my question, okay, so... Um, what what do you call it? I call it fire breath. What is what is the name that you can revive for that? Well, what is well that? I know well, different schools of thought, I would imagine, have different, you know, titles for whatever it is. You know, people who go through yoga, uh, people who do Tai Chi, you know, everybody, you know, has their own description of what the breathing techniques and blah, blah, blah is, cool. you know. Right. Uh, but for me, it's just breathing techniques, that's all, you know. Uh, people okay. that are into, like, into the ancient Kemetic, um, uh, uh, meditation uh, sciences, you know, uh, you know, they have their own terms for everything. So, I mean, the terms vary from person to person. That's why I said, you know, I'm not familiar or I don't adhere to any particular one. I just study the science of it, and I just work and practice the science on my own. That's why I said it's called a breathing technique. Okay. All right, no doubt. But I need to get into yoga, though, brother, man. Now that I've heard you say that, man, it really... I, I, I really need to start doing that, man, more myself, man. And I've been slipping and dropping the ball lately, man. And, you know, and I need to uh, practice some yoga, man, because yoga is wonderful, brother. Wonderful. Everybody I know that practices yoga, man, they touch down to earth people, man. Yeah. Right. That's what got me started. They, that's I mean, they, that's how I met cool, my wife. They're cool as yoga. hell, man. 
They're just some cool-ass people, man. Right. It's a meditation. That's what it is. That's how I see it. It's a meditation. Especially the yoga I do. Where we look in the mirror for 90 minutes while we're doing our postures. You know, That's what I want to ask funny. Brother Hey Rue, too. Uh, what type of stretching yeah. do you do with your yoga? I man, I haven't. I, I was when I spoke about doing the yoga. That was like many years ago. I haven't done yoga in years. Like I said, oh, I'm just okay. trying to step back onto my square. Like you know, I, I've been like absent from spiritual practice for some years. You know, I haven't been really doing anything. So you know, like I said, building with you brothers it inspires me more and more every day. To you know, no matter what difficulties I face. Keep moving forward. Step on that square, and once you get back on, don't step off of it again. You know, right? But that—that's where I'm at right now. You know, and where I'm at, it's like it's hard. It's hard to find people that are on what you want. It's like the minds that I have to deal with here are in total conflict with what I deal with. You know, where I'm trying to go with my mind. You know, these minds around me are kind of. It's chaotic, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have to deal with that, you know, and that's that's what pushed me off my square some some time ago, you know. I stepped down actually, you know. So it's like I'm stepping back on and I'm I'm learning, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 feeling inspired. I wanna just keep moving forward with this. And when I get back on, I don't wanna step back down. That's where yeah, I'm at. You got a strong vibration anyway. It's in your voice, you know, like myself. You know, you can hear it in your voice, the way your voice uh, vibrates. <laughs> when you talk, yeah. you can feel it. You know, yeah. you can feel when you talk, man, even over the phone. So I can imagine in person how it is sitting, you know, like near you. You can probably actually feel the vibration coming out, coming off of you. I've had many people tell me that, you know, when they see yeah. my presence. I'm still like feeling, man. I'm Exactly. I feel you, man. I, and I feel your vibration, too, man. I know you're a real positive brother, man. I can feel that. I mean, right. the first time I heard you, I heard that in your voice. Like, you're a caretaker. You look out for people around you, you know? I love people, brother. I love life. No doubt. But yeah, I'm here to learn, man. I want to, yeah, I definitely want to, um, I want to do this. I want to do this often, man. Let's build. You know, I want to get your number after this is over with, man. Let me get your phone number, you know. Let's exchange numbers. You call me, I call you, and let's build, man. I want to learn. That's absolute. That's absolute. That's what it's all about. In manifest, we build all, you know, we build all the time, but we do build, you know, from time to time, you know, off of, off of the, you know, the Internet, you know, off the, you know, witness of everyone else privately, you know, so, you know, yeah, that's, that's cool. Indeed. All right. Building is what makes us human. <laughs> makes us human. That's right. With that, um, does anybody else have anything to add? I mean, because, like, I've got a massive download here of, of, of conscious consciousness. <laughs> Righteous consciousness, and uh, I don't know if I can take any more. <laughs> uh, man, this, this sister, Sister Raheem, do you have anything to add before we uh, 
before we call it a night? No, sir. Just thank you for allowing me to come on this um, show. That's all. I mean, thank I have thousands of thoughts going through my head, but right now I'm just going to sit and be quiet right now. Right. I encourage anyone to download this and listen back, you know what I mean? Because, uh, yeah, we, we always hear the bill, you know. I mean, it's it's it's, it's sporadic at times, but I'm, we're not going nowhere. Brother Ali's not going nowhere in his absolute tra- truth classes. I'm not going nowhere. Brother Haru's not. Just not. I mean, we're here. You can reach us. Is Brother Haru on the book? He's on the book. I'll send you a, a suggested friend. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't. Do, I don't know why I didn't do it already. Uh, but uh, I'll do that for you. What's it under? What, what name Hello. is it under? Hey, what? Oh, my name. Well, what is my uh, my name on Facebook? Yeah. Okay, it's um, it's Heru and Ipumenchu Hotep. And I, I mean, I'd have to spell that out for you. Well, who are you? What are you? What's your name? It's Brother Ali. Yes, it's Musalam on the on the Facebook. Okay, spell that for me. M U S A L A A M Musalam. I got it right there. Yeah, and we you know we'll do our little exchange of information, you know, privately back and forth, you know. No doubt. You know, because you know I don't know how many years are actually on this. Talk show, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean they, whoever it is, NSA, um, Army, whoever it is. I mean they, they're probably hurting. Too. They're not not that we're hurting, but they're probably hurting. So, so they can listen to all they want, and they'll, they'll probably learn something too if they're really listening. I ain't worried about them, dumbass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I, the devil has a purpose, you know. Right. That's one thing. I don't get too many uh, uh, stupid motherfuckers calling in too much to me. Leave me alone for the most part. I only have to watch out for what I say. You're tripping myself up. <laughs> Be mindful of how I conduct myself. So I guess I'm lucky. No vice lords or any other punks calling, calling to my head. Not to not to diss any vice lords. I'm t- I'm speaking of a internet troll that goes by the name of OG Vice Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Well, for anyone new to the broadcast, um, yeah, um, brother Ali and brother Haru, do you have anything to add to close with? Brother Ali, anything? Anything? Um, oh, it, it was a wonderful build. I, you know. In typical fashion, you know, whenever you do come on, brother, you know, your your bills are always interesting. Um, I'm never disappointed. So, I mean, this one just fell in line with all the with all the prior ones you've done, brother. So thank you, um, you know, once again for providing a forum and a platform for us to, you know, to speak, you know, our minds and to build on truth, man. We appreciate you providing that time for us tonight. You're welcome, God. I appreciate you. I appreciate all you. I mean, I, I like I like you all because you want better. You always want to do better and better every day, greater and greater. 
And that's all, that's my life. You know, that's keeping, that's how I keep it real. That's how we keep it real here. Indeed. Yeah. And, uh, as, as the great brother Supreme would say, that's the deal on this. <laughs> uh, peace and righteousness to Brother Powell, uh, Brother Poverty, Brother K. Blau, Brother K. Pomo, Ben Rio, and um, everyone that supports this forum, you know. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Yeah. Peace, family. Peace. I'm sorry. Peace. I'm sorry. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.